You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the number three TV review podcast in Cambodia. This is Kapow, the pop culture podcast. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I'm Seth. Are we number one in Uganda? <laughs> no, we just, I think we had one in Uganda, not number one. We one. <laughs> yeah. So Cliff, Cliff the other day shared That's, actual data that ranks us as the number three TV review podcast in all of Cambodia. How well, amazing is that? They don't have any, they only have two TVs in Uganda. <laughs> We're the number three podcast about it. <laughs> so if you yeah, are a listener in Cambodia, if you are the listener that's put us at number three, get in touch. We want to hear from you. What are you watching in Cambodia? I'd love to know. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm glad we're I'm glad we're on the chart somewhere. I it probably I, I don't care where it is. You know what? They're probably big big brother fans. Hopefully. You think Hopefully. that's what it is? Yeah. yeah. Super into Big Brother. <laughs> they're what's ironic is the Cambodia guys, those are the ones that are coming here and yelling over the wall stuff to the people living in the house. You'd think it was the local, but no. Now, if you had told me they're big Riverdale fans over there, I probably <laughs> would have bought it. That tracks. Yeah. That is really the only fandom we put effort into courting, and it has not worked. Uh, not at all. I use the Riverdale we've, we've hashtag. Really, we've, got, we've made a love letter to Riverdale fans. <laughs> we put stuff on YouTube. We've made videos. We've made audio. Well, I've made a board game. <laughs> Have you guys have pleaded? Have, have you guys ever gone back and played the original audio when that show first came out and we were, or it was getting ready to come out and we reviewed it? Like what um, we were giving. Yeah, our I think I listened to us Jordan talk did. about it the first time or two. Yeah, when I was prepping the uh, the best of shows. Yeah, yeah, but just, no, it, I, I don't think I have. Cracks me up. Wow. Gold mine. We, we, we were sitting know, on a gold mine. We didn't know what we were in for. Mm-mm. Like I said, nothing. Has, are, nothing has. I nothing has brought me more happiness on on television movies in the last five years than Riverdale. <laughs> like I can't wait till it comes back. I just wish it would return its love to us. We we have given it so much love and gotten so little in return. Yeah, by the time it comes back, I will be really wanting it. I'm chock full right now. I, everybody act like we were going to... Nobody's going to be able to make anything. There's not, not going to be anything to watch. I don't have time to watch everything. Yeah. Still. doesn't help that I'm watching Big Brother 24 hours a day. Well, I yeah. Mean, I just... I mean, I, I'm watching it. At, at, except when I'm sleeping, I'm watching it. Work, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Do you dream about it? <laughs> Val- Valerie's messaging, whatever. I'm like... I'm at work. I'm, I'm, let's let's keep going here. Yeah, these people are crazy. 
So, yeah, we have lots of TV and streaming to talk about, lots of shows that are still coming out. But first, we're going to do a quick time warp check-in. Oh. It's just a jump to the left. With your hands on your hips. You're carrying a lot of books too. I right? have read more this year than in a long time. Like, That's good. A lot of people aren't. You, you've, you've added a new goal and you're yeah. moving towards it. That's I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm reading a lot. I, focusing on the time travel was got me going, got me to buy a bunch of these books and start reading them. And then, and that just kind of snowballed into finding other books to read. So I'm having a bulk. Um, this is a gem. Or if you're following this, actually looking for some time travel to read, this, I had heard of this book, but never read it, of course. This is Kindred by Octavia Butler. You've had to have heard of this, right, Jordan? Yeah, yeah. Um, that, one's, that one's become a, you know, a classroom read for a lot of colleges or high schools. Yeah, it has. Kind of at a, the... a sci-fi, uh, you know, one of the rare sci-fi kind of stories that has become literary fiction. Yes. It's got, you know, a reader's guide at the back. One of the, a lot, some of these books come with um, like a book club guide thing and what to question or think about and things. So it's, and it's excellent. It's from like 1979, I believe. Um, but it is about this Dana, um, modern black woman is 1979 but as far as then she is celebrating her 26th birthday with her husband when she is snatched abruptly back in time to guess when slavery days and it's just her trying to figure out why you know, i won't spoil why there's a reason she's getting this is happening but she's you know pulled back in time and has to deal with living in slavery days, what it would be like to go back to that time as a black woman. And it's excellent. Highly recommend one, absolutely one of the best time travel books I've ever read. So if you're looking for one to read this, I, I it's over that copy as there's been, Two other girls at work read it immediately after me. I was like, hey, I got one. You guys are definitely going to want to read this. And they loved it. So definitely recommend it. It's just, it's everything you want it to be. It's, it feels historically, it has that good, um, uh, just accuracy. It feels like it doesn't sugarcoat anything. It, do, it doesn't, you know, blow anything out of proportion. It really makes you feel like what it would be like and how horrible it would be and showing the perspectives of the um, slave owners and slaves and all the like um, politics. So, you know, within them and it just excellent how she deal has to deal with it and um, just can't recommend it enough. I have a silly question. 
do you do you think someone could write this book today with today's climate and like it still be as good as it is i guess if that makes sense well i don't know i don't there would be it it'd probably be a different book you know i don't know it's it's of its time you know because her perspective at that time is different probably than it would be even now it's it actually i don't know that was so close to the 60s you know just out of the 60s when she wrote it but it's she does. It does feel modern, though. It does, when they say she's modern, it does feel like they were dealing with civil rights so much at the time she wrote it, and that is a lot like now. I don't know. It deals so much with the past that I, I'm sure it could be. But she was a special writer, so, and she's, I'm sure she's passed away by now. I feel like I remember here that she died quite some time ago, but, um, I'm maybe making that up, but she was a excellent writer, so I'm glad it was heard in her voice. It could probably be a good audiobook if they, you like say you like to listen to audiobooks. I, I bet this is good. Let's see, and that was Kindred. Yes, by Octavia Butler. She OCT. Passed, she passed away in 2006. Ah, yes. Thought it was quite a while ago. Yeah, the the first science fiction writer to receive a MacArthur Genius Fellowship, and multiple recipients of Hugo and Nebula awards. Yeah, she's great. It was a it's a great book. So that's the installment this week. So we can move on. Let's. Uh, we have not talked about what we're watching on TV and streaming. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the streams. That is what we are. Cross the streams. It's all streaming. Right. <laughs> so, Jordan and I have a couple things we need to cover before we get to anything else. Okay. First off, I wasn't sure this would be an every week segment or we'd we would just kind of let it go but this seems so pressing we have this to this it. may be this might be the last segment i don't know because first off well, i'm not I, against don't don't that was not me being against this yeah yeah well i don't know how much longer i have access to it there's a first breaking news i canceled dish today mm-hmm. i got that hulu live yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't watch the in, couldn't watch the Indians, and I was getting ticked off. And they were supposed to be on TV Sunday, and everyone in the country could watch it on ESPN or something, except me because I'm you know we're in the region that's supposed yeah. to be able to get it. So that whole ridiculousness had me mad. I was like, well, I know I can get it on this Hulu Live, so I did that. And once I was just like, I got a month left of baseball before the playoff games will be on TV anyway. So I was like, "Well, you're I'll presuming just... they're going to make the playoffs, of course." And if they don't, it won't matter anyway. But I, I was like, for fifty bucks, I can watch all these games for a month. I'll just yeah. get a month of Hulu. Mm-hmm. Well, then I got it, and I can watch everything on there. I know. I've had for a while. Well, the reason yeah, Cliff, I have not Cliff well, the has reason, been talking up Hulu Plus since he got it, and you, I could, they did now it, finally. They agreed. did not. Their PlayStation app did not do live until recently. 
Oh, okay. So they did that, and so now it's it's for me. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I got it, and I canceled Dish today. And they, I, I read up how to cancel Dish first because they're <laughs> like, say, how many times did they say, hey, how yeah. about we do this? They're like, yeah. you need to go in with a plan. You know mm-hmm. how you're going to cancel because it ain't as easy. First off, I had to wait on hold for quite some time. I was going to say, yeah, you you really have to. You got to set aside a big block of your day to uh, to to take that yeah. on. It took about a half then, hour. And then they try to get you to hang up and call back to their one nine hundred number that costs three ninety five a minute. No. <laughs> no, but that but they made me wait fifteen minutes. So it took about fifteen minutes to cancel, but. They said how they were gonna, they would get send you to supervisors and all this stuff on the, you know, what I was looking up. But I didn't figure out, I didn't get transferred ever mm-hmm. because I led with the fact I can't watch the Indians and there's nothing they can do about that. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna make that deal with Sports Time Ohio. So they just tried to talk, say how, you know, my internet would be a problem with Hulu and all this stuff. I was like, I got as good an internet as you can get here. <laughs> I got, I, I, I got. I get. I have the best internet, so you get the that, night that, hawk. All right, that, we got. We have mascot's kind of problematic. Are you sure you're a Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, they tried everything. <laughs> I have that Google Stadia, and like I've never had any issue playing playing it with the internet. Yeah, you you have what? Google Stadia. It's their like game system that basically you don't have to buy a console. You just buy the controller, and you can. Like yeah. hmm. you pay like I ten bucks a month, that. and you can get free games. But you can like they just released the Avenger game on it. Mm-hmm. But all you have is like a uh, Google Chromecast Ultra that hooks up to the back of your TV, and you can play any game you want. The problem is, is that their library is very limited. It's slowly building. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so that's that's my deal. But the one problem is. We've been watching Happy Days. Uh, if, you want you? Did you start at episode one? Yes. You've been watching the whole thing. Oh, I've only missed one episode. Okay. Because I kind of jumped in closer yeah. to the shark. Right. You jumped in closer <laughs> to the shark. Well, now we're Michael. We're gonna catch you up in case you haven't heard, but but the, famously, you know that jumping the shark is where Happy Days is supposed to have you know become ridiculous and then. That, and created you know, the phenomenon, right? And and what we Jordan argued, posited the theory that it was when Arnold's burned down, and that there was good shows between those two happenings, which we we refer now between the shark jump and the burn down of Arnold's. That is the Happy Days taint. So <laughs> we are deep in the Happy Days taint right now, and I'm given a lot of pushback on Jordan's theory because there is some real crap <laughs> back here by the tank. <laughs> this is just like cre- creepy because we just like at my job, we have a stand-up talk first thing in the morning and my supervisor was talking about the proper way to pick up boxes and how you do a deep squat and you open your tank. <laughs> We're just like, wow. what? He's like, yeah, you, when you do those deep squats, you open your tape. So this is taint related. 
This is the USPS you're talking about? (laughs) I never said that. (laughs) And you would not ever hear me say anything regarding the USPS. The USPS taint. (laughs) Workout. That's his new workout. Anyway, I'm just going to, I'm going to give a few exhibits here of what we've been watching since we last spoke. They've never named the band, you know, their little, their little band. That's a good, shows in that era didn't usually have running jokes like that, that went from episode to episode. Well, what a Riverdale feel, you know, because they still, they're like, uh, it's just like, I kept waiting for them to name it the Richies or the Potsies. Yeah. And then they'd go up on the roof of of Arnold's. And they, they, you know, the music would yeah. still play as they went up to the roof. Right. <laughs> Al wanted to name it the Al Tones. But Potsy goes around every episode, sings a song, and kisses the girls in Arnold's. And I'm just like, Potsy? Every she's time, sitting with her boyfriend. Yeah, every time he sings, I fast forward it. Oh, no, I watch to see who he's going to kiss awkwardly. Um, we yeah, had, they better not be too sultry. This, yeah, this is the, exactly where he is going for it. Uh, uh, And she's walking home. Um, uh, This is the, in the taint there, it's when we got Mork from Mork, which I was kind of, we were messaging while I was watching that. That's pretty good. I I would give it, that's pretty good. Robin Williams is great. And him and Henry Winkler in that first Mork episode is classic. He's got just, him doing slow-mo and stuff, and I'm just like, this is classic. I can imagine, you know, trying to explain it. I mean, I'm sure it was silly at the time, <laughs> but trying to explain it now is even sillier. But just oh, yeah. watching those two at the top of their comedic game go at each other is it was a, a good half hour. There, there's so much, there were so many still music things stuffed in to this date <laughs> but like we had uh he was dating the french ballet girl right and he made Franzi, and he made everybody take ballet lessons and then she does an entire dance to a classically composed version of the happy days theme <laughs> and it just goes on and on and i'm like wow uh we did get the classic episode. You called out. You were like, "Wait, it's coming!" This at two thirty on Sunday. You were on Markboard. I was like, "Appointment television." Blind Fonzie puts his motorcycle back together. Oh, hey. that is a classic. Yes. <laughs> that's a, that but I forgot movie. how he went blind. Al winged him with a pan, <laughs> like a very flimsy thin little a- little pan. It was a tray or whatever. A I tray. He turned, turned around, Kang. And that oh. was enough. That was enough to blind a man. A man with superpowers. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. Did you notice in all these, most of these episodes in this sixth, fifth, sixth season, Ralph Mouth has eyeliner, and I think Richie does sometimes. It's like very. He looks like a clown. Like at some point, they thought like his eyes weren't picking up or something i don't know but they started he's wearing eyeliner all the time all of a sudden it looks weird as hell uh the season five finale was the courtroom one where classic classic. which was classic yeah fonzie gets to be you know a jury takes it very seriously there's a black guy on trial for um 
I mean, stole, Rob's, stole a purse. Stole yes, a purse. supposedly stole a purse, drove by on a motorcycle or whatever, and Fonzie, you know, solves the case, of course. But that, there's a, 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 the guy that plays um, Jerry Seinfeld's dad, <laughs> um, the astronaut, Ben Arizona. He, uh, he's the racist on the jury who's like, lock him up, book him, you know, and, uh, and they're all, it's all about racism. But this, the B story in that racism episode is Richie, Ralph, and Potsy dressing up like Mexicans and performing the three Caballeros <laughs> is the most ridiculous thing. I'm just like, oh. What is that? Yeah, they were trying to win like the frat party like talent show, and they all had their serapes on singing the three caviar. <laughs> the mustaches. Making um, sure not to alienate their demographic. Right. There. So we. But then we, that, that yeah that jury plot has every sitcom ever has done that plot. Yeah, the Twelve Angry Men plot. But oh this, yeah. You know, this is a cla- totally. you know, this is a, a classic representation of it. It was it was good. That was a good episode. Though. Um. Then we got season six opened with the three-part Westward Ho, where they went to, <laughs> it's ridiculous, some some fictitious uncle or something of Marion's has a ranch, and they got to go there and stave off the bad guy, and they got to save the ranch by having a rodeo. He's a sidewinder. <laughs> yeah, he's a sidewinder. Oh, and Fonzie, this, Fonzie, this is kind of another romantic thing where Fonzie has got to ride Diablo, the bull. <laughs> I can't even, I could, I could shift from saying burn down Arnold's to Fonzie right. rides the bull. Right. I'm not sold on jump the shark. It's what possible. Is, what, what does that mean? Is that, I think it's like a, it's like a fighting chicken. There's even like, uh, yeah, there's even, they echo where he's like, Fonzie's going to jump the shark. In this one, Joni yells, Fonzie's going to ride the bull. <laughs> so good. He hides in the barrel. Remember? Uh, anyway, um, we got a decent episode in there. Fonzie is like with he's got some not Spike. He didn't have Spike. We had another kid in a leather jacket that followed him around. He was like doing Big Brother or something. I don't know what he not Big Brother. You know, but he was like uh, big boys, um, big brother, big sister type thing or something. He's got this kid, no parent or or he's dating her mom, his mom. That's it. Little Kimosabi. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Kimosabi and. Then the dad comes back and he like kind of sat, he kind of does the, this, that was, it. I think it like might've made me tear up in the moment where he is like backing down to the dad to try to make the kid not like him and stuff. That was good. I, I, it did make me wonder if there were any like child psychologists consulted or like, if that's a proper way yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you give somebody's dog back. You you tell say, I hate you. You can't come with me. Go away. That's yeah. How, yeah. Um, that seemed a little iffy, but the episode was solid. Okay, the next one. Richie's not there. This is at the beginning, and they're, the Potsies, I'll call them, are performing. And this seemed so... I don't think they did it on purpose, but the line is so good. Richie's not there, and it's time for the sax solo. 
And he doesn't, Potsy doesn't say, oh, um, I think Ralph says, fake it. And he doesn't say, I can't play sax. He says, I can't fake a sax solo because that's all Richie does anyway is mm. fake a sax solo. <laughs> oh, that was good. Um, we had the claw. Remember <laughs> the guy with the metal hand or whatever? Dressed like gangsters. You can't tell me that that is not jump the shark type material. The claw. Um, and uh, yeah, Archie's psycho, and there's Mr. Big. Fonzie's uh, Mr. Big. Come on. It's Scarface, the Undertaker. Uh, then Fonzie's allergic to girls. That's a that's Ooh. a heck of an episode. They reenact the first Thanksgiving. I fast forward through that a lot. That was so awful. Fonzie's a magician. <laughs> yes, I, I do. I, re, I remember seeing this when I was a kid. You know, when I rewatched it, where he gets locked like Houdini in the the water thing, the tank, the great, the, the, make, the great milk jug. And the escape. guy runs out. He can't possibly get out of the milk jug. And he's setting on. Well, that one started with, that was to Happy Days, filmed in front of a live audience. And it opened with, the following tricks were done yeah, with no, or the following magic is done with no camera tricks. So it's basically, <laughs> we filmed these magic tricks for real. Well, <laughs> they, uh, but this is my biggest proof that we have burnt down Arnold's prematurely. There's an episode where Al, his arm gets cursed <laughs> now that's a halloween episode halloween well, episodes my, and everything listen, are very silly i said he gets his arm cursed by a woman with an evil eye and she can, can she has a little owl doll that she can control what he does with his arm and he's like dropping french fries and shit and and then they do a doll exorcism with <laughs> Where Richie is a wizard, um, Ralph is Igor, Potsy is a vampire, and Fonzie comes in with the doll you could buy of Fonzie. Like the, and the lady with the evil eye takes it and is controlling Fonzie. <laughs> like the little Mego doll. Yeah. It was, oh my God. I was like, what is. How far are we going to go here? They have totally run out of everything. Hey, do you give up yet? <laughs> no, no, I can't give up just yet. Oh, my God. As like I said, my, my thinking is once you've jumped the shark, it's, the show's not worth watching. And just naming these episodes, we've named classic episodes like, ah, I remember the Dude Ranch. Ah, I remember Fonzie Going Blind. Like, those are worth watching still. So, yes, there's some stinkers. Of course, there's some bad episodes. But I still think we're in worthwhile territory. So I will not submit. Oh, wow. I can't pin him, guys. Uh, one of my, uh, just this last, in the last week, one of my favorite, because I watch a lot of YouTube, and I watch a lot of blogs and stuff like that, but one of my favorite YouTube channels is a guy by the name of Adam the Woo. I've mentioned him before. And just in the last week or so, he's put up a couple new videos where he went, he lives in California now, and he has been traveling around. He'd done a bunch of research, rewatched a bunch of Andy Griffith, and went to a bunch of filming locations. 
he's got his little clipboard there with, you know, still shots and, and he's pointing out all these, you know, this is where the pond was. This is where, in, in the opening scene, this is where the courthouse was. If you look here, look at these light poles, you know, he's th spotting things that are, that are still there. And the, in the most recent episode, he went and did a bunch of filming locations from Three's Company. Three's Company is one of my all-time favorite sitcoms. And I thoroughly enjoyed watching him go and point out these, you know, at the LA Zoo, the opening number on the Santa Monica Pier and season one through two or three on the opening number there. And then going, oh, this was the original. Um, this is the apartment building. This is the original apartment building from the pilot that was different. It made me want to go back and watch Three's Company. So... I so need we're to, doing a rewatch episode so by We need episode to do a rewatch of Three's, Three's Company. Company. We gotta go back. <laughs> Gift. I was just thinking we need to all go to Milwaukee and find all these that fawn statues. Yeah. Let's go find all these things. Let's Michael's see. got a Fonzie on let's his big... See, let's find the alley where Fonzie and Richie first met and we're going to fight or whatever. <laughs> this is a Fonzie pillow, and I'm pretty sure I had this I had that. little kid. I had that. <laughs> yeah. I had that. I had the doll that he was freaking doing the, you know, the voodoo thing with. I watched the cartoon. You guys remember the Fonzie cartoon? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say about pulling up the Fonzie cartoon and the Duke. It, it like it when you talk about that, it also reminds me of the Dukes of Hazard. Like, kind oh, of, yeah. to me, goes hand in hand. That had a cartoon also. The yeah. other thing we need to discuss, Jordan. Last time we spoke, you brought up. Another of our shows, The Old Yellowdale. And sure. I, I, you said that you finished the third season. And I said, I, well, I, I had eight episodes taped. I'd only watched the first one or two episodes. And I had kind of decided, eh. But I said, do I need to watch these eight episodes? And you said, yes. Just like, yes. And I was like. Oh, no, you're going you're gonna to give it no, to me now. No, listen, listen. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, that's a lot of episodes for him to just say, yeah, you need to watch them. Well, just lay off the hook. You were right. Oh, good. <laughs> I hate recommending anything to anyone because I know how much of a commitment it is. So I'm glad. No, I, I, I never fear. I, um, well, you're allowed to have a flop every once in a while. I've let, I, I, most of the time I agree with you. So I, I'm, I, I was willing. I was like, okay, I got to watch. So, it, so this is the, the Kevin Costner show on Paramount that's apparently a pretty the big old, hit. It's, it's the OKC, the old Kevin Costner show. Right. right. So it apparently gets really good ratings for, for cable. Um, oh, this is the, the... third season just ended. If you are a country-fied person, you like your big trucks, and, your, and you share log cabins on Facebook, this is your show. I I for I have to mention first off, Choco Chimps cereal cereal. <laughs> That's a thing that old Kevin Costner has for breakfast sometimes. Right. <laughs> There's a box of cereal with a chimpanzee. <laughs> oh my god! Um, did you notice that uh, Jamie's dad? The guy, the guy that you know was revealed that he was adopted, right? And I was like, "Who's going to be his dad?" It's 
he the guy is from a classic Kevin Costner movie. Two of them. He was. I didn't remember that he's in the Postman, but I definitely remember that he was one of the main guys in No Way Out. Uh, really? Where, where they're like in that office building or whatever, and he's he's. I don't want to say who he is, but he but. I can't remember the guy's name. It's like William Patton or something like that. But yeah, but he played the played Jamie's dad there. I thought he's got get an in with old Kevin Costner. That Walker guy came back, and I was trying. I sat there. I knew when I googled it that I was going to say, "What did Walker do?" Like all I had to put in was, "What did W?" <laughs> And it said, and it was like everybody had already searched. What the hell was he supposed to have done that they're going to yeah, beat so the they, hell out of this guy? They were going to kill him in one episode or something, and then he he somebody let him go and didn't kill him and take care of him. So he's a loose end now. So I'm sure half the audience didn't remember wh- right what the whole plot was about because this show moves pretty fast. It's not quite Riverdale, but it's close. Yes, absolutely. They move, they chug along really fast. Well, did you pick up the two things I said tied directly to Riverdale? I picked up two things that tied directly to Riverdale. I don't know okay. if they're the same two things. The brand? You get to say one. Huh? The brand? The brand? No, that's not yeah. one of mine. They cut off the, the guy's brand. Oh, Much yeah. like Jughead cuts off snake tattoos. <laughs> True, but what he says, that Walker guy says... Uh, Carm, I just like how it was just like so Yellowdale. Like it was, it's like karma comes in all shapes and sizes. Looks like it's me today. <laughs> and he's like, y'all better hold him. <laughs> Cuts his freaking brand off. Uh, it's like, ah, uh, that is very Riverdale. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Good call. I got right. two more. What What's your yours? other one? I, I'll, uh, I'll, give, I'll, I'll give one. Uh, the guy, Eddie, who we never see. Is the Doctor Curdle Junior of Yellowdale? <laughs> because when they, they go to dig up a body, and he goes and the, they get it out, and the guy says, "Well, it might she might not look too good, but unless Eddie did it, unless Eddie put her in, you know." And they, and they don't know. Yep, Eddie did this. <laughs> Can you look him up on Twitter? <laughs> well, what's your other one? Uh, the other one is is. Talking about Wes Bentley's dad, yeah, was a was a was a murderer, and he might have inherited the serial killer genius. <laughs> <laughs> his birth father was a killer, so he might be as well. I love that we each came up with two different <laughs> Riverdale things. Nice. It literally, Jordan. I don't know how you missed this. The end of season three. What the hell is Kevin Costner doing when he gets shot? <gasps> oh, wow. He's on the side of the road with a tire. Changing a tire. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Boom, shakalaka. <laughs> Blew my mind. Blew my mind. So, yeah, we said this season was a little bit slower. It was just sort of about, you know, big business trying to make moves on this ranch. And uh, it was about, you know people encroaching and you know other people from the past coming back but then this last episode there was grave robbing mail bombing drive-by shooting so it, it threw everything it had into the finale and left on a cliffhanger everyone might be dead from the cast or everyone might survive we don't know so you got to come back for season four yeah i will always come back i will <laughs> I'll never you 
this I just I, had to look up what the hell you guys were talking about. <laughs> that's yeah, what I'm, Yellowstone. That's what, I don't that's think we, we ever want. did say the name. It's what we uh we called it Yellowdale, sorry. Um Yeah. It's I just crazy. I I just googled Kevin Costner show. Yeah. And that's what came up. You're gonna want to focus on Beth and uh I don't know. There's a lot of rodeo, a lot of a lot of shooting. Riding horses. Yeah, if the show was just Beth and Rip and their relationship and the guys in the bunkhouse, I think I would like it a lot better. Like, yeah. I don't care yeah. about Kevin Costner or the the other family members or whatever's going on with Wes Bentley. Like, that's where it loses me. But I, I like the ranch stuff. Like, that's something I've never seen in a show before. That life of living out on a ranch and in a modern what you're doing in a modern in, way, right? Yeah, we've seen it in cowboys and stuff but i like the modern and i think that's why it's such a huge hit because there's people that living in this modern society that love the nostalgia of a farm and cowboy stuff and they want to see that that's a reality you can do both you know so i i totally get the uh, pull of it and yeah we joke about it but i i think it's a pretty good show and i think people legitimately like it as a drama series yeah oh it's totally worth watching it's that it it's it's over the top, but in a fun way. All right, I have been waiting to talk about Happy Days and Yellow Day all week, so that's I got that out of my system. You guys, you guys talk about whatever. Um. <laughs> oh God, Michael, did you happen to finish Doom Patrol? We've been through this, but no. Okay. Unfortunately, Little, I, I did, or at least. Technically, I, I, got, I did. I got your text, but but I had read something about them saying that it was kind of an open-ended finale or something. Yeah, so I totally did not realize I watched the last episode, number nine of the season. Totally watched that, and Is then it, I was like, um... Do you words. remember which one that, what's that called? The, the name of the episode? Yeah. Because they're all like something patrol. Yeah, I don't off the top of my head. But I had watched it and I was totally like, okay, I'm going to, you know, must be one more. And then I was like, um, are these still coming out? What is happening? Where's my final episode? And it turns out they were a victim of COVID and uh, they only yeah. put out nine episodes. Episode and nine is Wax Patrol. Wax Patrol. Wax Patrol. So... That yeah. sounds whack. Well, I mean, did it did it do anything for you, or did you like? Yeah, I mean, was it, it more it like was, uh, it was definitely did it any. It did not really tie. There's no climax. Up. Yes, so I needed that ribbon. You know, everything tied up in a in a bow at the end um, to really complete it, but. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like, you know, we've talked a little, without going into the episodes, we both like it. We both like the cast a whole lot and the actors. Um, and so I'm anticipating episode uh, or uh, season number three. And then um, I, I mentioned to you guys before when we were off air, um, Disney Plus, if anybody isn't aware, is currently testing in Canada a group watch feature with Disney Plus. Um, where you'll be able to stream it online with a up to six of your friends and watch shows together, um, which apparently I didn't know was a thing, 
but uh, it's a feature uh, a lot of people have been asking for, apparently. So they are testing that out now. I'm kind of curious of how that would work. Like, would it be a fact of, like, you could hear, like, like the six people you're sharing with, like, you could hear their audio of them talking while they're watching it as well. Like, say, I, basically, I, if you're, like, in a movie theater. But I, I, yeah. I seriously doubt that's the case. It'd probably just be, like, yeah, you can share you? this with six people wouldn't you hear the audio coming off if they have if they're mics and could talk to you you'd mm. hear the audio coming off their tv yeah. feeding back into their mic so it's just going to be like a six round echo chamber yeah but maybe not because this cliff weren't you saying something about you can't stream mulan like while you're on zoom or something <laughs> yeah so we found out the hard we way. weren't trying to put like mulan what are you talking about <laughs> but um, i mean that could be a feature that they because technology yeah is getting very crazy with audio detection now where they can pick up certain things uh, with, I I guess, AI or whatever and isolate that out of, like, Mm -hmm. you know, just the same way, like, if you were, like, record a YouTube video and it picks up something that's copyrighted, it'll just mute it. Yeah. So I could see Disney having some kind of proprietor software that would do the same thing if you're playing something that someone else isn't supposed to be listening to or have the rights to. But I just, I thought, and, and, uh, you know, the current state of times, um, what a, what a neat fix that is to, you know, get watching a movie with your friends, you know, if you're quarantined or, you know, even across the country now, you can still, you know, possibly do that in the near future. So I thought that was a pretty cool thing. I it was wasn't something I was aware of that had been accessible on other platforms, but apparently it, at some point other other platforms have done this um, for people to know about it. So, um, and then uh, real quick, speaking of Disney Plus, I was just reading this evening there is a uh, a reboot coming of Doogie Hauser MD. Did you guys watch Doogie Hauser? Mm, I'm sure I did on and off. I, I really didn't. Um, I you know I remember it being a huge hit. Of course, you know Neil Patrick Harris and when he, that was his first big huge role. Um, you know it was about a, a kid genius that became a doctor. And um, I think it was on ABC, if I remember right. But yeah, it's uh, him yeah. and Vinny. Okay. Yeah. Didn't they like come in the window of his bedroom or something? I can't remember. It just, it, I, I didn't but watch them had... all or anything, but I I remember watching quite a few. Well, the reboot... they have some kind of sorry. They have they have some kind of show on one of the networks that's similar to the premises of that. The good oh, of good doctor the... or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've I never, think that I've never seen that. I think that character is he he's a young man, but I believe he's autistic. Oh, okay. It's kind of the central idea behind that show. The new this new reboot is gonna be called Doogie. I don't know how to say this. I'm waiting. Kamaloha MD. And it's uh it's 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 gonna be um it's gonna star Hawaii born Courtney Kang. Um she's been on a couple shows and then but yeah, it's gonna be a female doogie. 
with a uh... Odin doesn't like a lady. <laughs> this, this shit writes itself. I swear to God. So yeah, so that's a thing um, that's coming out sometime and uh, on Disney Plus. <laughs> I don't know when. I don't know when. Show we didn't out. watch or the reboot we don't care about. Yeah, coming soon to you. But we got the joke. We got the joke out of it. Yeah, that's all, all you had to say. Disney Plus. When is is any of the Marvel stuff like shows coming out, like The Vision and Scarlet Witch? And they just said. I the know other, they've said yesterday or something that they were actually getting ready to start working on the Falcon and Winter Soldier again. But yeah. I know everything's delayed sure. because of this stuff. Yeah, but I thought like the Scarlet Witch one, like it had pretty much like been done already. Well, we know that's going to be the first one out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, even when we got footage from it, that little preview, I don't know how much of it was finished. They but could have I'm cranked up work on the animated one and got that ready, you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, okay. And then um, real quick, I, I just mentioning The Boys, it's came out here in the last couple of weeks since we've recorded. Um, we've all watched various episodes of season two yeah i've watched any okay okay but overall guys i mean i'm i'm digging it i had i had made the comment i should have went back and watched season one um and and after watching the first episode because my like it's just been too long and i've watched too much stuff in between um so most for and for most people it's been a long time I just recently got Amazon Prime. So, yeah, you think there would be – I think they did a quick little previously on, but you think like Netflix, you would have that option to do the season one recap or whatever, but it mm-hmm. doesn't seem to have that. Yeah, my free Prime trial ended on September 4th, which is the day the boys premiered. Actually, it came out a day early, so they surprised yeah. us. It came out on Thursday. So I thought, well, I can keep – not just for the boys. There's still some movies I want to watch. So I got a couple months free. So I'm like, I'll pay for a couple months of Prime. The holidays are coming up. I don't know how, how many much stores. is it a month. Um, with this, I got a discount through this the, the the place that gave me the free trial. So I'm right. only paying five ninety nine a month. Oh, that's great! Wow. It says if you stuck with it after the free trial, you got this this complimentary or a you know discount. That's so about got, what you pay. If you pay yearly, that's about what you end up paying a month. Okay. But I thought, I, I don't know how many stores I'll be able to go to, you know, the Christmas shop and this stuff. So I figured it would pay for itself over the next couple months and I can watch oh, all, the rest of the boys cheap. and all these other movies I want to watch. So I'm going to pay for a streaming service. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like the boy. I like season one a lot. I, it's very dark and bloody and violent and R-rated and gritty and grim, but it, there's something else to it. There, it's trying to, it has to, something to say. And I, I know it's I've got said heart before. underneath the disgusting crap. It's, <laughs> it's got that. It, I mean, it's, it's a hard thing to, to say about that show because it is so over the top, but at the end of, at the end of it, it has heart. Like Huey is the heart of the show and you, you watch his transformation from being just the standard ordinary guy of getting, wrapped up in this over-the-top craziness but still trying to hang on to his his humanity through all of it 
Yeah, Huey is uh, um, played by Jack Quaid, who is the the son of of Meg Ryan and and um, Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid, and uh, nephew would be Randy Quaid. Then, um, so, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I Six do degrees. like him. That's right. <laughs> I, I watched a uh, we watched uh, a movie he did a few months back. Um, about him and, and the girl where they go on the wedding. Uh, they become each other's wedding dates for their uh, various weddings and become a couple. It was, I really liked what's him weird that about, too. What's weird is there's a completely, on Netflix, there's a movie just like that, the exact same premise and everything. Oh. It's with a, a different couple. It's, <laughs> like the movies are almost identical. And Every, every romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know who my wife is. I've watched them. You've seen them. You have. You own them. Um, But have you guys watched episode? You guys haven't watched episode of three of the boys yet, have you? I have. I've just seen two. Okay. I've seen three and four. I'm not going to spoil it, but there is one scene that I laughed so effing hard at. Like, I mean, I was like bent over laughing hysterically. Don't show us. And what's really funny (laughs) (laughs) is the guy that plays the deep. My wife has been rewatching the Gossip Girl uh, series, and he's actually one of the young guys on that show. I think his name is Charlie, maybe on the show. Um, she would be able to. I I don't know very, but it's funny watching the the difference between those two type of characters. Yeah, I there's think a... we can now mark that as the first reference to Gossip Girl since Michael yeah. had left. Since he left. That's what we were missing, is That's references it. to shows like Gossip Girl. Heart of Dixie. Adds a la- there's a layer that adds yeah. that adds just another layer to our souffle. We, we don't hardly even talk about guys' eyes anymore. <laughs> Man, you guys have been missing... <laughs> There's so many blue-eyed guys on Gossip Girl. <laughs> um, I was gonna say uh, one thing. I, I can't. I, when you can like something so much and then forget why you like it and start to watch it is an incredible feeling. I saw that Hard Knocks was back on HBO, mm-hmm. and I'm not. I mean, I like to watch the Browns, and that's about as far as I go in football anymore. But I've always liked this show, and I. This new season, there's a few episodes. I was like, I'll have some time. I'll watch this first episode. I sat down, and it's they're doing the San Diego Chargers. In the L.A. Rams. Oh, okay. I didn't even it's, know. Well, it's the L.A. Chargers now. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't even watched any of it really yet. Mm-hmm. All I've watched is I sat down. It opens up with the coach of the Chargers meeting with the team on Zoom. And they all are on Zoom talking, and then they realize the coach is there. And he's he's talking to them, and they're like, "Hey, coach!" Da, 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 and they talk back and forth, and they're he's talking about COVID and he and and everything. He's just saying how this season's going to be different and everything. And then he's like, "But uh, you know, it's hanging there." And he goes, "Everybody's kind of touched by this." He's like, "I," he says, "I had it," you know. And they kind of whoa, you know. And I have it right now. Well, I don't know, but anyway, he's he said, "I had it," so I've dealt with it. And he goes. There's a lot of people out there saying how they're sick of this. And he's like, he goes, they're sick of it. He's like, what am I supposed to do with that? 
He's like just acting like how stupid that is. Like you can't, what do you, you can't just be sick of it and say we're done, you know? And he says, and he starts talking about how we're, you know, it, the person that's going to, team that's going to win is the one that deals with this the best and does everything right. And I'm like, oh, this guy's really smart. And then the theme song starts just sprinkling in there. I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I forget about the best theme song on TV, you know? <laughs> And then it starts coming in and he's like talking about it and the, they just time it so perfectly, the swelling of that. And then it's done. I was like, man, this was almost as good as the Gruden poem or whatever last time uh, or whatever the, the Raiders yeah. famous mm-hmm. thing. You know, I was just like, it just, I've not watched anymore. I've watched that first five minutes, like 10 times. <laughs> and I was like, I haven't watched any more of it, but I freaking love the opening of those episodes. So I'll probably, I'll probably binge the first, however many episodes there are this weekend, but yeah, good. I'm happy football's back. So, um, yeah. Anything, anybody got anything else real, real quick? We, we watched a couple more episodes of Lovecraft country. Did you watch three and four? I did. Yes. Um, We had said said the first episode was great. mm -hmm. The second episode was not. Yep. I watched the third episode of the haunted house. We'll call it. Yeah. And I thought it was great. And, yeah, it was good. Um, Jolie Smallett, or I think her name is, she, she was, that's a career performance, that episode for her. It was It was fantastic. And episode four was ridiculously weird again. I don't know, I don't know, this, can't figure this show out. It just goes back and forth of being entertaining and then being over the top, not entertaining to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's a weird, weird show. I so, want it so bad to be great. So episodes one and three are good. Yeah, HBO and uh, HBO Max. Um, we the two of us also watched a, a documentary that I probably liked a lot more than he did. I, oh, I, I liked it. I just okay. It was a lot of stories. You didn't get a lot of people talking, and it was a lot, yeah. But not a lot like, of show footage. me, don't tell me. Come on, yeah, not a lot of footage. Um, but it's called Class Action Park. It's it was about a amusement park that I had I I had heard about um, maybe a couple years ago uh, on a there, on a there was a movie Johnny Knoxville did a movie there was this YouTube video but there's a movie called Action Point okay not the I name of it I was and it's about it was a it was based on this mm-hmm. where it was a, a amusement park where yeah. They just, it was like jackass. Everybody got, was getting hurt. Okay. Right. But they based it on this real life park. Uh, Yeah. I had first come into contact with a, with a YouTube, a YouTube channel called Defunct Land that does a series um, or season, several seasons where they do, they just talk about a lot of theme parky stuff, things that used to exist, but don't do it don't anymore. And they kind of give you a history and the story behind it. And I, I really enjoyed that channel um but i they'd done one on action park a few years ago so i'd seen that this documentary came out so then i went back before i watched it and kind of brushed up on that defunct land there has to be a lot of the same footage it it was a lot of the same yeah and and so i watched that and i was like okay yeah i remember that okay and then went and watched sat down and watched class action park um, about this amusement park in New Jersey that used to uh, one time it was like a ski resort, and then this crazy guy named, um, gosh, I just had it here, Eugene 
Mulvihill purchased it and <laughs> developed <laughs> developed uh, um, different lands in this park separated by a highway in New Jersey that became this huge thing in the 80s of just craziness, lawless teenagers running at a theme park. If you can imagine how amazing and yet terrifying that would be, that's what really happened. <laughs> There's nothing in the world like Action Park. Baby, let me take you to the Action Park. Action, Action Park. The story of Action Park is a true crime story. As you entered the park, you saw this thing. And you're like, this is real. The engineering behind this, if there was any engineering, was just nuts. Build it higher, make it faster. People control the action. Combine that with liquor and anything goes. There were no rules. For a lot of kids, that was heaven. And if you couldn't swim well, yikes. I don't think you can understand a place like Action Park if you don't understand the kind of minds that build it. A lot of people wish they could ignore rules. Gene actually did that. Nobody would give him insurance, so he created his own insurance company and then insured himself. It did bring sometimes a criminal element. I don't know how many people died at Action Park, but it wasn't just one person. Electrocuted. Decapitated. Fractured vertebrae. Impaled on the pole. Had a heart attack. Nobody should ever be the second person to die in a wave pool. Close the wave pool. The action never Full of these stories from people that went there and you know it, it's funny but in the, in the same sense people got seriously hurt there some people died on these rides when um somebody got electrocuted on a on a kayak you know it's ride. crazy the it's guy insane. was insane the guy was just like i want to have an amusement park with no here, rules this wall i'm gonna make a water park here do make this yeah I'll just throw it on a napkin. You guys figure it out. Just a, gonna... a, a slide, a tube. Think of a water park. Like you've been to, we went to Wyandotte Lake a bunch when I was a kid. But it's like, you know, we have our own little water park here now. But it's a, the tube slide that totally enclosed. They went down and just did a complete 360. And, and came out in the pool of water. Yeah. And they just threw dummies down mannequins down it and they would come out all busted up and decapitated and stuff so they <laughs> so they did that for a while testing it out because there's no engineering at all and they're like okay well maybe we need to change it up maybe you know maybe it shouldn't be maybe um, it shouldn't be like you're gonna go 100 miles per day. <laughs> <laughs> this is yeah. way too steep it was ridiculous yeah so and it's pitch black pitch black <laughs> you have no idea and then after, you know, they ran out of mannequins, I'm not even positive that they had mannequins not being broken before they were putting yeah. people, but they just put employees. They just would yeah. pay. He would stand at the bottom with a hundred dollar bill. If you would if go you on. you made it out alive, you got a hundred dollar bill. And so well, these suckers are diving in there. Yeah. What had happened on some of the original, on like the original ride, the guy went through it, went through the loop, got all busted up. Um, cut cut up, knocked teeth out, came out the other end. So then they send somebody else down in it. And the next two people come out and they're all jaggedy, just 
cut up in their like stomach sections and stuff. So they're like, what in the world? Why are they getting cut up? So they go and they open, there's like a trap door on the top. They open that up and there are teeth from the first guy embedded <laughs> into the slide. <laughs> and that's what was cutting the other kids. Amazing. I mean, it was, it was just, there's just like, there's rope wow. swings that just drop you into water, ice cold water, ice cold water. And not you a know, pool. This not is a fresh pool. water. That's just like these, Stuff living these in people. It. And then literally shocking people with, cause they had like a lazy river with, uh, these things in there to keep the current going, so you keep moving. Yeah. But it's, elec- it's electrocuting people, and it wasn't grounded, and they just yeah. So they got two. Now, now that's shocking. That costs extra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I mean, just it, like all that kind of stuff. It was just like so eighties. It was. It was, it was the really embodiment a, of that MTV nineteen eighties feel. Well, there's a lot of footage of like Ricky Rackman there, Alice yeah, Chains is there going to it, and they're like, "We're here from freaking Action Park." You know, this and place is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And there's interviews with like Jimmy Kimmel on his show, and he's talking about, "Yeah, we went to Action Park all the time." You know, it was the local place, but yeah, and they had, you know, they had. Um, they had go-karts in, in like the motor world. They had go-karts that they had. There was a highway in between the water park and the motor park. And you would go in the day to the, the water park when it's hot and get wasted, just beer everywhere. And yeah. then you go drive the freaking cars. Yeah. And they had like taken the safety measures off of them. So they went like 65 miles an hour. Drive them up on the highway. Yeah. And then they had, you know, they had bumper boats, and they're like, yeah, they leak gas and oil like crazy. I mean, it was just into the water. <laughs> into the water, it was yeah. just. I, I like, I like the one that the you get on the ski lift thing to go to the top of the sl- of the water slide that you're going to be on a like a sled. Yeah. So everybody has their sled, just like you would take your skis or your snowboard up to the top. And they have them hooked just on this little hook on the on the ski lift, and they fall. But the ski lift goes right over the slide, so they yep. would fall right where the people were sliding down the thing. Yeah, just, oh, yeah, it's crazy. It, it it was just it was fascinating to me. Uh, kind of reminds me of like uh, when the kids were were little. I think. Uh, I don't remember if you guys were there or not, Seth, but we went to like Kingdom Park or something, like when it was <laughs> I know towards I'm, the I'm, end of I'm its days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I did go. And because yeah. I, I remember us being on like one of those ski lifts or whatever that went over the park or something. And the whole time I'm looking at it going, is this yeah. where I die? This yeah. is not safe. What? Yeah. Why is there no seatbelt? Yeah, that's yeah. like going to the fair here. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's how I feel. That reminds me of the vehicle that I drive on a daily basis. Doing can't tell you what. I feel like I am in a, in a car or in a um, at the fair. You know it, it sounds so worse when you say it. <laughs> when you talk about the U.S. Postal Service in yeah. that way. I, I no, I, I don't think I did. <laughs> but anyway, the vehicle it it's like like it the little truck like, thingy. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's so old and like like it's just sheet metal. 
Mm-hmm. And like every bump you feel like, I feel like I am on a ride at our local fair, like going, going around and around. Yeah. Like it's, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta watch <laughs> out for, check it for teeth. Make sure like, does this steering wheel actually do anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I absolutely love this documentary. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, you know, I do feel bad. Like, horrendous things really did happen. People re- seriously got hurt and, and died, and that's horrible. But, man, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, but, man, this, as a as a entertainment, this thing was amazing. And this guy that ran it was just he was the Donald Trump of water parks. He he really was. If Donald Trump had had a amusement park of any sorts, it would you know it would be uh, exactly like Action Park. They did say at one point they tried to get him to invest, uh, and he yeah. was he actually it was too much. He said it was too crazy. It was too crazy. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, it, it was just HBO Max. I absolutely loved it. So many stories, and the and the one guy. They kept interviewing um, the the like the redheaded guy, Chris Gethard, I think his name. He's a comedian. Okay. Yeah. The, there's they interviewed a lot of comedians and comedians, you know, and they and that that had yeah. went to it, so they were good at telling. Sports. He had I love I could just listen to him talk about Action Park. This for is the days. look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, because we've all been there, you know, just that that cr- crazy stuff we did as as right when you were saying uh, about it embodying the eighties, it really. Did because that I remember it being like you didn't you came on in dark, yeah. Like you did whatever if you know you just said I'm gonna go do this I'm going with them or they're go they're, his parents are going somewhere I'm going with them well you yeah. may end up at someplace like that you know it's like just come on later right I didn't like that nowadays you freaking no. know where your kids are every minute of the day that's right yeah yeah that's for sure. So yeah, I just I absolutely love it. So if you want to watch some good some good theme parky stuff, um, HBO Max Action Park or uh, Class Action Park, um, otherwise known as Traction Park, and a dozen other <laughs> nicknames that were uh, too too great to be believable. Right. That was a highlight of my week. <laughs> You guys got anything else? You watch anything else worth uh yeah? No? How long we how long we've been going here? Mm, quite a while. Uh I'm at an hour and twenty six minutes. But that's some of that's gonna be cut out because it was before we started recording. Mm. Or started the show. So yeah. I don't have anything else. We got over an hour, so well, that was a pretty uh, Anything else will be a come down from that story. So I think that's probably a good place to end it. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Michael, shall you uh, do the honors? As always, I'm the illustrious Michael K. Easton. See you next time. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Does anybody remember the way we used to do it at no. all? No. It's so clunky. Like, I don't remember. I'm just—it's uh, very clear that yeah. you guys. I always, I, I, I remember Seth was always last because yeah. he always would say goodbye forever. But, but I, and I know you would say you're the illustrious one, but whatever's <laughs> happening between you three, the flow is not right. Yeah, I don't know what it was. We gotta Work. shake the rest off a little bit. Uh, Work. Right, somebody go back and listen to an old episode and figure out what the hell.
Ah, goodbye. Now, we always use to awkwardly. So, tweet us at what's the address again? Uh, what's the. Yeah. Are we have an email, right? Yeah. yeah we it's always that awkward. That was it. Do all that again. Yeah. <laughs> Find me somewhere on the interwebs. All ages comics at soprocomics.com. Asylum Comics in Marietta. Buy a mattress. Yeah. Get COVID. Buy some stamps. <laughs> Buy stamps. <laughs> Try wow. the mail. I mean, why not? What's it going to hurt? Right. Those suckers drive around like they're on rails. <laughs> Give them something to do. Wow, that was terrible. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Bye. Forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udamwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute but please know that most of our content will always remain free. So please continue to like, comment, and share. Mr. Foreman, could you read the vote so we can go home? We all know he's guilty. What we have here are 11 guilties and one not guilty Amundo. Now look... I mean, it appears to me that you're not too worried about whether you send an innocent man to jail or not, right? You don't want to get home to your middle-class home so quickly. All right, but at least let's go over the facts. We all know the facts. The kid's guilty. That's the facts. Guilty is a verdict. Guilty is not a fact. I happen to think that Mr. Davis is not guilty. Mr. Davis, oh, now I know why you're fighting for him. He's another one of those bikers, and none of you are any good. Fancy! Now look, the eyewitness couldn't even give us the license plate number. She couldn't even tell you what kind of bike the man was riding. She identified the man by the helmet, right here. Exhibit A, all right? But look, I want to try a little experiment. I'm going to put on Exhibit A, all right? Now, when the guy was driving away, he was in this position. Tell me. What color are my eyes? But Fonzie, we can't see your face. Correct the window. But don't forget, that guy was caught two blocks away going through Mrs. Leary's purse. And don't forget, that guy said that he was going through the purse looking for identification. They will say anything. I say let's stop fooling around and string this guy. I mean, let's get this thing over with so we can all go home, right? All right, all right. All right, let's have a show of hands. All those for guilty, put them up. What about you, Mr. Foreman? 
I vote not guilty. What? Hey, I convinced you, huh, Mr. C? No, you didn't convince me, Fonzie. I still think he's guilty. But I'm not going to put a man in jail just because I'm in a hurry to get home. Jason Davis was riding a Grand Mark II motorcycle when he was picked up. We know that, Fonzie. That's right, you know that. But do you know, Mr. C, that the Grand Mark II is a very rare bike that is only made in England? I think this is the important part. The criminal was supposed to have had the handbag in his left hand. Well, naturally, he had to accelerate the bike with his right hand. And there's the rub, ladies and gentlemen. The Grand Mark II, made in England, has the accelerator on the left-hand handlebar. Now, how can Jason Davis grab the bag, hold it up in, in his left hand, and accelerate with the same hand? With two left hands, he can't. I rest my case. Oh, there's still a little something wrong here. Only for you. Mr. Davis can't change his color. Sorry. <laughs>